Tune in to Idiocy every day, week, month, or whenever we release. We talk about nothing for a second, minute, hour, or longer than you think is possible. But we're here to do the impossible. Cause I'm a hope, he's Walt, and it's time for the Hold and Walt Show. Yeah! Okay, I'm gonna try something. Okay. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, where two morons talk about moronic things for a moronic amount of time. That's right. How's that? Uh, pretty good. Uh, what, what was the original tagline? Two idiots we- talk about nothing? Oh yeah, well, that's what it says. Two idiots who... What does it say? Two idiots talking about a whole lot of nothing. That's it. Or something yeah, like yeah. that. But you know, for the millions and millions of new listeners that we get each time we upload a podcast, they uh-huh. probably have no idea... Who we are, what we're doing. So, I'm oh, just doing a little introduction. Yeah, that, that's that's a good idea. I'm I'm Walt. In fact, it's been so long since we last spoke. <laughs> I need to refresh myself on who who are you, by the way. I don't know. Yeah. Who you are. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm Walt. I I am a friend of the podcast. I, maybe one half of it. Uh, At least. Yeah. I mean, in terms of physical mass, probably like a third. Is that, is that, I mean, how small would I have eights. to be? I'm, I'm 80, I think, I think I'm 84 kilos. Yeah, I'm like 110. I was 86, but I'm, I'm wobbling between 84 and 86. If you're new to the podcast, if, if you go back and listen to all the old ones, you'll often find us talking about our weight. It comes up a lot. <laughs> Even, I don't know why. Even mean yeah, no, it's just no. interesting, isn't it? But I, I was, I was trying to think of a joke about how smaller would I have to be if, if my mass was turned into a black hole, um, and then it just, it was never a good joke. So I just decided not to say it. <laughs> uh, how small you'd have to be? Well, you'd have to be a singularity. Your mass would have to be concentrated at a single point. But then, how yeah. large? I mean, that's what a black hole is. But then, how? Where would your um, event horizon be that's, I think that's, it, that's what you mean yeah your, yeah, your yeah. mass would have to be compressed into a single point mm-hmm, an mm-hmm. infinitesimally small point but the event horizon which i guess you could define as the uh, size of the black hole right that as, would be very very tell, small halt is uh the other half of the podcast and uh, probably the better half slightly more wise slightly you know slightly hairier certainly certainly hairier certainly hairier yeah you know, if I, so, I'm 110 kilograms, six mm-hmm. foot, 33 year old, no, sorry, 32 year old male. Uh, uh, if you yes. if you type all of those things into the NHS calculator, it tells mm-hmm. you that you're obese. Oh, yeah. You don't look it. And I I think in order to to the top half of the healthy BMI, like 24.9, uh-huh. uh, I need to be 84 kilograms, which is Oh. 26 less than I am now. Right. So okay. I better start eating some salad. I mean, do you like salad? I like salad. Yeah. You, I particularly like those salads where you pour in um, about 100 ml of olive oil. Uh-huh. You use about half a block of cheese. Oh, yeah. Chuck in a little blue cheese. Right. And that's lots what and makes it a bacon. salad, like just five yeah. different types of cheese. Yeah, lots of different types of cheese. A pack of bacon. Uh-huh. And about half a loaf of bread, toasted in, um, roasted in butter. Mm-hmm. And that makes a really delicious salad. Yeah. And yeah, I can't p- understand it, it, why I'm not losing weight. Yeah, it's a pink salad, right? That's right, that's what they call it, yeah. Yeah. I always say, I always go into um, my local eatery and i'll say one pink salad please yeah yeah i mean if you're if you're from outside the uk you know we call everything eateries uh because yeah. it's you can't go far without finding something to eat um yeah occasionally you'll just find a drinkery most yeah. eateries are drinkeries but no drinkeries are eateries that's right yeah yeah it's a funny uh it's, a, it's just a it's just how the uk works yeah americans think we're weird but you know that's just one of the things we do everyone in the uk knows about that speaking of drinkeries i've got a bloody mary virgin bloody mary here 
Um, it, you know, um, so the Bloody Mary is named after um, whom? <laughs> whom? Yeah, which which of the Mar- which of the historical Marys? Um, Mary from Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Now, Mary from Star Wars was she a virgin? It's it's hotly contested, uh, but yeah. Um, did she have vodka on the I, same? Uh, did she have vodka on the same night that she lost her virginity? It's possible. It's possible. That's did what you, the, that's what Yoda said in the uh, uh, opening credits. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yoda I, said I, it that was a, it was a very strange Star Wars yeah, version that I watched. Yeah, he said that to Picard, didn't he? I think. Yeah, he said, mm, "Mary, vodka, you like?" <laughs> <laughs> um, did you used to drink Bloody Mary before you before before I stopped drinking alcohol? Drink. Yeah, yeah, it's so tasty. Do you but think I tell, that it I tell you the secret? The vodka. No. no. Okay. I, I, though I do really like. I mean, I I still like the taste of alcohol, even though I haven't drank. For a, uh, yeah, for a few years, I think it's like two years and a bit or something. Yeah. And I can still talk about ale. I can still talk about beers and etc. Uh, yeah, I I mean like it tastes good with vodka in it. I'm not gonna lie. But the secret is yeah. not just tomato juice. Um, obviously, you have the salt, the pepper, Tabasco, a tiny little bit of uh, balsamic vinegar. Oh. It's, uh, I put um, yeah, just a tiny bit. Uh, then Leonid Perrin's is is essential. Yep. But if you want a really delicious one, instead of tomato juice, V8 juice. It's just a little bit more salty. It's got a little bit more body to it. What's V8 um, juice? V8 juice is. It's um, not the juice out the back of a muscle car, is it? That's right. Just, it's quite expensive and hard to. Hard yeah. To get. Um. No, it's uh, it's like a vegetable juice, and I think it's got like eight vegetables blended in there, so celery and carrots Delicious. and stuff like that. But it's mostly tomato, and uh, it's very, you know, very tasty. So and really, spicy. it's just a slightly spicy health smoothie. It's like a it's like a spicy cold soup, but it's way better than gazpacho. I've never liked gazpacho. It's just I've never oily. tried gazpacho. Oh really? I Gazpach- it's- don't. The well, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't re- I don't really like the sound of a bloody um, Mary in in either guys in the Alan Wallet guys or the mm. standard edition. But have you tried it? Bloody Mary, more like Nodi Nod- Mary. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Classic, it. classic. Mm-hmm. Now I'll st- I I I drink. <clears throat> I don't drink a lot. I only drink on the weekends. But I tend to have. Mm-hmm. In this order, beer, mm-hmm. you know, Cup kale, bitter. Yeah, <laughs> first thing in the morning, quick beer. <laughs> then I have my coffee. Yeah, um, and then I'll have wine. Right. You know, after the yeah. beer. So after and your then, blood percent, like your al- uh, blood percent is four percent alcohol. Yeah. You start, you, it's basically the warm up, and you've got to yes. step it up now. Yeah. Well, my tummy. Um, gets a little bit sensitive if I drink too much beer. So I've got to move on to the wine. <laughs> uh, and then after... Um, my voice is broken about five times. After... Uh-huh. Uh, what, because of the wine? After a couple of bottles of wine, I'll... Um, not every night, but you know, I'll have a little whiskey to end the night. So. Oh, you don't step up to the port and then the whiskey. Ooh, well, that's a good idea. Port in between there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you put eight percent, then you go up to what? What is port like? Fourteen percent? Uh, well, wine is up to is up to fifteen percent. Most wines are sort of twelve, thirteen. I th- yeah, I thought half. it was twelve. Then you go up to fifteen. Okay. I I would say twelve would be on the milder end of wine. Eleven is really low. Oh really? Twelve is pretty low. Thirteen, I think, is probably you know pretty average. Yeah. Port. If I had to guess, I'd say seventeen percent. Oh, really? Okay, let's let's do a little bit of you it's know. It's a fortified wine. Port 
percentage. Alcool. Alcohol. Between yeah. 16 and 20 percent. <clears throat> well, 17 percent. I was pretty good there. Yeah, that's uh, that's dead on. I don't drink a lot of pop, mainly at Christmas. Uh huh. But I do like it. And then you you know you have the Chris, the classic Christmas challenge. This is, again is another sort of British culture thing where mm. you 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 know you start off with the beer, then you go to yeah. the wine, then you go to the port and the whiskey. Mm. But during that entire period, you endeavour not to go to the pee, uh, not to go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. So that basically it, it, it's called um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like. Uh, it's, it's called the Christmas waterbed. That's it, right? Yeah, because yeah. The Christmas you, waterbed. Yeah, because you eat your Christmas dinner, the turkey and potatoes and everything, and uh-huh. it rests on the quote-unquote waterbed, which is your full bladder. Yes, and it yeah, helps yeah, yeah. digestion. Actually, uh, basically, the the challenge is to make yourself fifty percent alcohol, because you know we we are like yeah. eighty eighty percent water, mm-hmm. uh, give, give or take. You know, a sunny day. Um, and that's why actually you do it in the Christmas, uh-huh. um, because you, if it is a sunny day, it's at least cold because we all know that alcohol evaporates at a very low temperature. Yeah. So, so if you, so, if you're 50% alcohol, whew, <laughs> you, you lose a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's why we wear those big Christmas jumpers. They're actually lined with, um, Gore-tex. Yeah, uh, and and why a lot of people, you know, uh, just walk around in t-shirts on a night out in the winter because they're just trying to lose a lot of weight. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard British culture. Yeah, yeah. Americans just, you get to just, catch on to that one. Yeah, you just wouldn't know. Yeah, thank God you got us. I don't. I don't think Americans are that good at drinking compared to the British. Well, considering they have like two percent beers. Which is just beer. I that's have a, hydrating. Like, I, why would you drink yeah. that? <laughs> what? Well, one if you're yeah, one bottle of beer, a single bottle of beer is more mm-hmm. hydrating than a single pint of water, apparently. Well, but it depends on the percentage. I swear. Well, I, yeah, I guess if it's like a nine percent beer, maybe not. But uh, yeah, your your average for fiver, mm-hmm. that's going to hydrate you more. If you start drinking more. So what you're saying is, at university, I was extremely hydrated. Very hydrated. <laughs> I I have a personal rule where I don't like uh-huh. to drink beer, which is under four percent. I feel the same way. I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I it, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's worth it. It doesn't feel like it's well enough what, developed. Worth the calories to you know pick well, it up. That's just right. There's two hundred calories in. A pint of beer, and as we all know, I got to watch my figure. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. every calorie counts. That calorie to alcohol ratio. Yeah. Very important. If you're going under four percent, you might as well have a drink which is actually tasty, like a glass of coke or something like that. Right. That's um, uh, yeah, yeah, classic. Or whatever you might find. I feel like tasty. I feel like Coca-Cola is the type of thing that's that can give you the same sort of fatty liver disease that alcohol can. Just because of how much... Mm, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't drink much Coke. No. Neither do I. Um, if you, I did a blind taste test with you between Coke and Pepsi. Do you think you could tell the difference? Yes. Okay. And would I'd you know which one them, was which? Mm, that, that bit's hard. I could definitely tell the difference. Um... But I would probably say, oh, this is Coke when it's Pepsi. I, I don't drink either very much, but I read recently that I, I think Coke is a little sweeter. Uh-huh. And Pepsi is maybe a little more acidic. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the more mature person would probably pref- prefer Pepsi. Have you ever had Kepsi? What's that? Oh, it's a mixture between ketchup, ketchup and, and Pepsi. And Pepsi. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh... Yeah, it sounds like a tasty drink. Yeah, um, I said, but I have some, have some, some news. Uh, uh, originally, I was going to. So I've I've been away for some time in the old Japan, 
and I was recording sounds, oh. loads and loads of sounds on my phone, uh, so that we could play a little game. And then I would oh. play, I play the sound, and you'd have to guess where is this from, or what is mm-hmm. this doing, or like what is the yep. purpose of this sound. And unfortunately, I smashed my phone. Actually, I didn't <laughs> smash it. Um, I dropped it a long time ago. It had a little crack in it. Oh, and, and then it's water got propagated. in. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then the whole screen went black, and uh, I, you know, um, it's unusable. So I can't, I can't get the sounds. Are they gone forever? No, I can get the phone fixed, right? And then I would have access to everything that was on there. But it's one of those flip phones, so to get it fixed is like five hundred quid. Oh, like one of the fancy flip phones. Yeah. Oh man, Alan. I bought it a year ago. Oh no. Don't yeah. And you don't so, have it on your home contents insurance. Well, see, the thing is, my my mum always says, "No, don't don't use the home contents insurance because if you use it, then your premium goes up." Yeah, but for that, it won't go up by much. Right. It would probably be worth it for that. Can you speak to my mum? Mm. <laughs> you should take out your own. I think for phones and laptops and things, you can get um, insurance policies for like a gadget insurance policy. So you specialised oh. um, insurers. It's not yeah. something that I have, but I think if you're going to get a super fancy phone like that, yeah, yeah, um, that was uh, that was foolish. I mean, my recorder on my phone uh-huh. backs up to Google. Does yours not do that? Oh. Is just the recorder button? The built-in recorder. Oh, I will have to double check. Mine backs up to Google, or maybe, was it a Samsung phone? Does, do, it was. Do you have a Samsung account or anything like that? No. No, I Cloud I backups, 21st century, Alan, come on. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm well behind. Cause you I'm can't... still using floppy disks. <laughs> you normally can't plug it... Plug a phone in, can you? And just uh, yeah, especially you can't plug it in. <laughs> can't plug it in. That that that's twenty second century. Yeah, it's not to here plug yet. it in. <laughs> you, you've got to plug it in and touch the screen, pick something on the screen, haven't you, to be able to get stuff yeah. off of it? Yeah. Have, have yeah. you tried plugging it into your laptop? Um. Yeah, but I just can't see what I'm doing. But if you plug it into I, a laptop, does it let you access it, the internal storage? So I have a really long pin code and so after turning it on I have to type in the pin code and I can never seem to get it right bummer I know. Okay. Um, okay but yeah other than that uh, Japan was lovely um, Japan was, was phenomenal come on t- tell it, tell us a little more you're not you're being oh, a little coy come on yeah. this is going to make up the bulk of the episode you've got to tell us about your Japan okay your, so your Japan Japanese experience or as I like to say your Japanese Japan Japanerians Japanerians there, there we go yeah Last time uh so it was we we planned it uh and we booked it for a while it was it was three weeks in Japan and the first thing we did landed in Tokyo. Uh, had a night there just to recover from the old jet lag. Obviously, a night is not enough. But the next day, we headed straight on the the Shinkansen, the bullet train, at like a hundred and something kilometers an hour. It goes very fast. Um, straight to Kanazawa. Get out of the. You know, if you're going to Japan. Sure, you might like Tokyo, Osaka, Kyoto, but get out of those places because they're full of tourists um, and uh, there's some really amazing places in the countryside. Yeah. Um, Kanazawa is called Little Kyoto. It's basically... Uh, it's got so many districts that are quite unique um, and it's far fewer tourists. Kennokuen is one of the areas. It's... Japan's what in in Japan's top three gardens, um, and it's part of like a castle area as well. And uh, gosh, to to describe it, there's a there's a particular part where you walk up and you realize Japanese people know what they're doing <laughs> with regards to garden design. Yeah, if you stand anywhere in the garden. 
there's like particular views or angles or like you you could just look anywhere and go oh that's a nice tree covered in moss with lots of ropes dangling down and mm. uh you know oh look at the lantern pretty <clears throat> you know yeah. i'm selling it really well um <laughs> But yeah, you have a view. It, it's quite high up as well, so you've got a really nice view. Um, and in all four seasons, it changes as well. All the colours changes. So you were dragging um, Charlotte around on this. Yeah, jet lagged Charlotte was was uh, being dragged around so by me. How long was the flight? It was fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. Okay. Yeah. That's basically in in modern day like timekeeping. That's seven movies. <laughs> so they're ahead of us, aren't they? Yeah. So by fourteen like eight hour... hours. So you're actually landing nearly a day after you took off. Uh, in their yes. time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we arrived at seven in the morning, and we had oh. like several hours to wait until we could check in so we just kind of you know got all our bits and bobs the japan rail pass and all that stuff sorted basically two days in kanazawa in in this little kyoto visiting uh and seeing friends um and then we took the train up through the rice paddies further up in uh to the coast uh to nanao and spent six days there six nights where um where I used to live and uh nice. said hello to all of my friends including Kei Chan and Mark Edmund uh and uh played played a little bit of board games went up even further into the countryside to a place called Senmaida which is like a thousand rice paddies and it's quite rare because the rice paddies are on mountains which in itself is unusual but the mountains are by the sea, like on the coast. So you've got this double whammy, and then the sun came down. We got there just in time for sunrise, uh, sunset. Beautiful. It was like blazing orange, the yeah. whole thing. Uh, and that's where I uh, proposed. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yay! Yeah, she, uh, Charlotte said yes as well. Oh, yeah. Phew. Yeah. Whew. Would have been an awkward. So that was six days into your holiday. Uh, no, that was that was three days in. Oh, only three days. Um, that is a that is bold. Imagine if she said no. I know. I know. Oh that would have been that would have been pretty awkward. An awkward thing. Imagine eating sushi, just sort of like. Uh, <laughs> are you enjoying the raw fish? Congratulations, Alan. Mm. Well done. Thank you, and congratulations, Charlotte, because on the first day in Tokyo, she had a <laughs> Could gigantic. Could you get to marry you? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, uh, she, she had a giant bowl of uh, sea, like seafood. Raw fish, you know, just like Ugh. rice, but loads of raw fish, oh squid, like um, Thai. I can't remember what Thai is in in English. Um, thai. It's like a white fish, uh, you know, salmon, tuna, etc. And uh, the only thing she didn't eat was like a large octopus leg. Oh, God, um, it all sounds terrible. Did she actually enjoy it? She loved it. Yeah, yeah. And so, is that why you proposed to her as an apology for? yes that's right you know for you know she's very brave and got through all the food there was one Mm -hmm. night though that she didn't want to eat anything i don't i don't blame her for it because we were just frying you know pork intestines and uh i and cow intestines and i also had uh chicken chicken gullet chicken gizzard that's like really crunchy it's it's quite nice i would really struggle the the one thing that i couldn't handle like it's not that i couldn't handle it it's just i don't like it very much the flavor is good but the difficulty in chewing is uh is the pork ovary oh (laughs) yeah right yeah i think i'd struggle with that yeah yeah i I was 
you know, I was secretly a little bit worried about Charlotte being dragged around by you. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, sounds like you uh, had a good time, at least in those first three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty amazing. We... So after we we were so lucky with the weather. We went during Tsuyu, which is um plum rains. So basically the monsoon, the sort of rainy Ooh, season. Nice. Uh and it's supposed to be heavy rains. <clears throat> we got rained on like four or five days maximum hmm. out of the entire three weeks. We just like we kept moving and the rain didn't quite catch us. Catch up. Yeah. Um, and as soon as we left Nanao, it flooded, wow. like ser- serious floods. Um, well, you're lucky then. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we went to Hiroshima, or Nagano, uh, sorry, not Nagano, Nagoya, um, like places that I never got a chance to go. Um, mm-hmm. And Hiroshima is stunning. And it sort of ties in with the the old Oppenheimer sort of yep. movie that's come out. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing that next week. Yeah, I, I'm No, this week, cur- I'm seeing it on Wednesday. Sorry. I'm very curious to know, um, you know, how does it deal with that stuff? Is it Does it sort of turn him into a like a legend and is like, oh yeah, good job for creating mm. this bomb or like, because, uh, yeah. I've, I've been avoiding everything about it. Okay. Um, you know, I think if you, Christopher Nolan, he's probably going to be highlighting all of those kind of controversial things. I don't mm. actually know much about Oppenheimer, the person. Yeah. Historically speaking. I couldn't tell you much about him. Um, I don't think he was, I don't think he was proud of it, was he? No. So it's, it's quite interesting. He's, he was, I think he's like self-studied Sanskrit so that he could read the Bhagavad Gita, which is like, it's not exactly the Bible for Hinduism, I think, but but it's a sort of, it's almost like a folk tale book um, for Hinduism or Buddhism, I'm not quite sure. Um, and one of the famous quotes uh, is, Oppenheimer has translated uh, a particular sentence um, and he's interviewed about, you know, how he feels about it. And he says, I was death reading death. this line. Yeah, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Like, you know, yeah, um, yeah the prince, the prince, uh, the, you know, the the god with the many arms is trying to persuade the prince to do his duty. And he says, uh, so he takes on his like multi-armed form and says, I am become death, destroyer of worlds. And whenever he says that, whenever I hear that quote, it's like haunting. Mm. It's really, it's really, it's quite disturbing. So I think he was pretty, pretty upset with what he had done. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. we, we should, we should save the Oppenheimer discussion for when we both <clears throat> seen it, I think. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I have no idea how much they talk about you know, what it actually led to. I, I know that quite a bit of the movie focuses around a, a trial, I think, mm. um, that happened at some point. Interesting. Um, and I know that it's got lots of, you know, no CGI, nuclear Lots explosions. of no CGI. Okay. Really? Wait, what? I don't know how they've done them. I think some of the explosions they've filmed in micro underwater somehow. Oh, wow. And, okay. gonna, and make them look huge. Yeah. Um, it's 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 yeah we we can definitely do a deep deep dive and I'll I'll share the stuff from Hiroshima. It's a long movie, you know. three hours. Um, well, I'm going to see Oppenheimer this week and then hopefully Barbie next week, so I can get the. Uh... Charlotte and I are going to see Barbie because she said she'd feel really angry if she watched Oppenheimer, having visited the, you know, like the Ground Zero equivalent yeah. muse- museum in Hiroshima. Um, it's quite. There's um. I might cut all of this, I don't know, but there's this transcript that you can read online. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this can go into your show notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a bunch of very high-ranking people discussing which cities they're going to bomb. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, in Japan. And um, there's a city which was high for discussion, mm-hmm. but it didn't end up getting bombed and the because one of the people there had visited the city and said it was really beautiful. Oh, and he God. didn't like the thought of it being bombed and destroyed. Yeah. Um, and, the, you know, it's quite um, harrowing because they're talking about they want to pick locations which are going to have high population densities and cultural value and all of that sort of stuff. Oh, have fucking the most significant that... deterring effect to, to just stop yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's pretty atrocious. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'll, you know, th- there's uh, there's a very interesting um, video essay on Godzilla and how Godzilla uh, is is uh, relates to uh, Japan's sort of cultural memory of um, the nuclear bombings. But we can get more into it, you know, next time when we when we talk about it. I'll save it for that. He is the king of the monsters. It's 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 actually quite deep. It's very deep. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, stay tuned for for the following episode when we talk about Barbenheimer. And you also have King Kong. Oh yeah, He's, and he fights he... Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, that, that... and maybe that's America versus Japan. But uh-huh. eventually they team up and they fight Gamora or whatever it is. Right, yeah. Who's so, is that? Some kind of alien? Is that the the Russian you know. alien? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so to round off Japan, uh, you know, uh, the last few days, uh, we went to a place called Ikuchi Island. Just randomly took a boat, and it was, I was blown away. We went to a place... Windy. Um, it, it, uh, see what you've done there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, in one of the temples on the island, there's a place called Cave of a Thousand Buddhas. And in Japanese, they use a thousand to denote something like infinity, uh, just because back in the day, a thousand was a lot for them. And... Um, <laughs> So there's a place called Chirihama Beach, which we, which is like one of the few beaches that you can drive on um, with like regular cars. Uh, and Chi means a thousand, so it's like the infinitely long beach. Um, and in the cave of a thousand Buddhas was an infinite amount of like tiny carvings of of, of uh, statues of Buddha and other things. And you just keep going and keep going and keep going deeper into this cave. And then there's a little waterfall and it's dark and it's like, it's so cool and and not humid because walking through Japan in the plum rain season is like walking through soup. It's so humid. Um, And then you get out of, then finally you reach the end of the tunnel and there's all these like weird paintings of like how you're supposed to achieve enlightenment and like all the different paths and stuff. Um, and there's a gigantic, uh, you know that those statues in Lord of the Rings that are supposed to be a, a gate guarding the river. Yeah, it's gigantic. It's just some kind of statue of of a a person, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the Buddha or something like that. And it's, yep. it's, it's very impressive. And then you walk up the hill and it's all Italian marble, white Italian marble. And it's got, it's in, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's like, what is this? Yeah. So it's, it's like an art piece. Sounds amazing. Um, it was, it was amazing. Okay. Shall we do some, uh, you didn't even back up your photos? No. To Google, Google photos or anything like yeah. that. You see, Except that would be smart. That Come would on. be modern. It's almost hard to not back things up these days. <laughs> like when you get a phone, you have to log into everything. You have to actively yeah. try not to. Oh, that's terrible. Well, you're going to have to spend that money to get those photos back, aren't you? Yeah, at some point. You can't have that. that money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a lot of money. Maybe you can get some recovery software or something. It's just the screen. It's uh, Yeah. 
I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Five hundred pounds for a place to sleep. Yeah. Well, a, a little shop around around the corner said they'd do it for three hundred and something, but I was like, mm, I, yeah. I don't know. Would Maybe. they be able to? Probably. They probably. Where where charges five hundred? Samsung. Samsung. Yeah, they they probably would do it. Yeah. Because that's not. It, I feel like if they were going to rip you off, they'd charge less. Yeah. They'd say, "Oh yeah, hundred pound, no problem. Mm. Twenty quid. Mm. Twenty quid." Yeah. When you, when you get your next phone, back it up. You don't have to use Google Photos if you're anti Google. I I feel like I've been duped because I've got a phone. Oh. It cost me seventy five quid from Computer Exchange. It's old. Like I mean, it's not old. It's um. It's Big. it's 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 new, <laughs> but it's second hand, uh, and it's a budget phone. So that's why it was so so cheap. Yeah. And it it everything works. Mm-hmm. It works perfectly. Didn't, yeah, you don't need, need to... it. No, I was duped. Well, by my own ego. How many people did you tell you? I don't know. Maybe the flip phones flip phones are really good. How many times did you tell somebody and then they kind of gave you a little bit of a side glance? I didn't tell any, the peop, most people. I when I flipped the phone open, they would go, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's so cool!" Yeah, yeah. Well, get it fixed and then uh, yeah. get this photo back. Yeah. Um, right. Let's do some quick fire, quick fire holiday questions then. Yep. What was 12. the best? Twelve questions. What? <laughs> no, no. I just said you said. Yeah, I just. I just wanted to get in there. You know, quick as possible. Well, the answer to one of them might be twelve. What yeah. was the? Uh, what was the best bed? What was the best bed you slept on? Oh. Uh, I really enjoyed sleeping on the floor. Um, we on Ikuchi Island. We stayed in a yokan, which is like a traditional Japanese inn. And every room is basically a t- has a tatami mat. Uh, they're just the floor is made of tatami mats. Uh, the sort of similar idea to what you might get in a um, in a martial arts gym. You put loads of mats down so when you throw judo someone to the floor, yeah. it doesn't hurt. But in a lot of people's houses, they have a tatami room. Um, and in Ryokans, most of the floor is just like this bamboo floor, uh, which is like a mat, and it's really comfy. And that's the way uh, Japan, you know, the word futon originates from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you put a little mattress on top of that and uh, a pillow, and it's just all you need. It's quite hard. It's quite a hard floor, but it's good for your back, That they say. Um, okay, and what was the best single meal you had? Single meal, as in like they weren't dating anyone. Yeah. Um. Oh shit. Ah. Uh, I'm just gonna have to go because it's quick fire round. Mm. Sushi and hamazushi. Sushi and ham sushi. It's it's like it's like the one of the cheapest sushi places, but it's so much fun because you order on a little computer and then uh, they have conveyor belts, but not like yo sushi tuk, 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 conveyor belts. Not like some kind of slow baggage reclaim. It's more like uh, they have two tiers, um, and on each one is a belt. And the belt just zips food to you. Uh, cool. It's just super fast. And it, what and was it, the place? And it makes a little sound. It goes, bing, bing. <laughs> what was the place called again? Hamazushi. Sushi in Hamaz... Hama... Zushi. Sushi, Sushi in Hamazushi. Yeah. yeah. So what's the British equivalent of that? I've just been trying to think. Um, that is... I came um, up with cheddar in cheddar, but that's a bit too obvious. Spoon and spoons, weather and yeah. weathers, yeah. Spoon and spoons, or um, beans and bean. Where's <laughs> where's bean? Another quick fire question. Yeah. How many movies did I watch on the flight back? 
Yes. Seven. <laughs> well done. And rattle them off quickly. Okay. Um, women talking. Yeah. Uh, she said. Um, yeah. Uh, the sun. Yep. Yeah. S O N. That is. Um, after sun, <laughs> which is S U N. Oh, yes. Some of these films I really want to see. Oh, the, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the whale. Yeah. God's creatures. Okay. And the li- uh, living, with Bill Nye. Oh yeah, some of those I really want to see. I want to see. Yeah, were they all good? I want to see women talking. Women talking, is interesting. Um, I would say that it's 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 more like a play. You have uh, it's a it's a film that takes uh, place in a single setting. Yeah, a sing it's like one scene type thing. Obviously, there are cuts, but uh, and there are other films that do that kind of thing. But the dialogue is not it's quite, quite. Yeah, it's, it's, quite it's a stagey. bit Yes, yeah. it's very stagey, and the characters don't feel like characters. They feel like someone's having a philosophical discussion with him, with themselves through the characters. It doesn't quite feel character motivated, um, which is a um, bit odd. I really want to see After Sun. Oh my god, that absolutely blew me away. So yeah, it's I really a, want it's to a, see that. It's a ten-year-old or eleven-year-old girl's sort of r- reminiscing about her holiday with her dad in turkey yeah uh um, and that and life I, one with bill nye i think i want to see living 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 yeah i would say after sun is just absolutely stunning um we can talk more about it when when you watch it because uh, i don't want to give anything away um living i thought was really good but it was lacking a depth that I, I would imagine death. no no it was lacking a depth that I would imagine you get from reading the book because it's based right. on a, a book by Kazuo Ishiguro which is like a Japanese author who's quite who's quite famous um uh, yeah very good um what was the best thing you drank oh my god um I guess you weren't drinking any sake no but Japan has oh <gasps> I had... <laughs> wow, I've never seen you that excited before. Yeah, yeah. I, I Japan has the best soft drinks ever. Um, they have something called salty lychee or lychee, which is really, mm-hmm. really... It's just a staple. But I had strawberry tea. Um, and that is... It's just from a convenience store. Costs you, like, next to nothing. 50p. Uh... So, so bloody tasty. Um, but then I also had um, Onikuchi Island. That that particular area is very famous for lemons. Really, really big lemons that are really, really sweet. I had, a, a, you know, a lemonade. Um, nice. That was really, really good. You'll notice that Alan's not great at oh, the no, quick no, fire hold, question. Yeah, hold, hold on. The best drink... Best drink... Um, I went back to a place that I'd been dying to visit in Iko, uh, in in Japan, and the the place is called Iko. You would love this. It's a fermented fruit drink. It's mm-hmm. basically you're drinking a kind of vinegar with soda yeah. water, but they have, um, yeah, you know, lime uh, or kiwi, strawberry, uh, orange, like etc. Um, that sounds nice. It, it's it's basically just like some kind of fruit that's been vinegared or like left in vinegar, and it's it's such a delicious drink. I can't express the. It's so addictive. I had two yeah. of them. So, how would you rate the uh, holiday overall? Ten out of ten. Perfect score. Yeah. And you came home with a fiancé. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest prize of all. The, the fiancé. Yes. And uh, any souvenirs for Seb? 
Um, there are some things. Some nice pictures? It's some very phone? nice pictures. Yeah, <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. Well done, Alan. Good job. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then you came back to England and now you're back here and it's like, oh. And we had the holiday blues. Uh, yeah. Gosh, the train journey on the way back was... Was it, it a was stark t- contrast? contrast it, to, um, it was really tough it was really noisy um it was n- to completely un-air conditioned mm-hmm. uh noisy in terms of that you know that metallic screech that goes along because oh, the, the train, train tra- itself was noisy. yeah yeah and then you have people talking as well yeah. bloody people it, yeah after a 14 hour tra- uh, flight you're like shut up didn't you so you watched seven movies on the plane home? I did. I right. stayed awake for the entire thing. So did you... Okay, two questions. One, why didn't you sleep? And two, did you just not want to talk to Charlotte for <laughs> 14 hours? After, after flight, after being... Like every time she tries to talk to you, just... No. Sorry, darling, I'm just watching a movie. <laughs> um, wow, that's a long movie. No, no, I would, I would stop to tell her that I had finished a movie... And tell her, oh, it was amazing. I was in tears. I was in tears. <laughs> Why didn't you like, watch oh. the same movie together? <laughs> Charlotte was watching... Charlotte loves uh, Attenborough documentaries. Okay. Um, and I, I find it quite funny because it's like... She, she, she wants to watch something happy or something, you know... That oh, different, yeah. right? So just watch a lion starving to death. That's the thing. It's so dark. Like nature is so violent, and you know nature she'll she'll talk to me afterwards. Oh, the the little penguin. You know it 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 just didn't want to be with it the wandered away it, from its mother. Yeah, got and then cold, it, and it died. It's like <laughs> Charlotte. I thought you wanted to watch something happy. It's like, oh, but I, it's lo- it's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> it's got nice bits in it, hasn't it, Attenborough? It's not all doom and gloom. Yeah. Although yeah, he normally yeah. ends most episodes now going, and humans are leaving plastics everywhere. If we keep up at this rate, we'll be dead in 20 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually a really good... Uh, uh, I've never done that before. That just came out. Yeah. Tonight on 60 Second News, Prince Steve from Wolverhampton has been found tied to a lamppost after last night's coronation. We bring you this exclusive interview with him on Haltonwalt.com. I don't know where I am. Prince Steve. Prince Steve, I like. Could you explain what you were doing last night? I went out with the lads last night, and uh, I don't know where I am. And uh, and the I country was worried sick about you. I was out with the mates again, and like we just, it's just a laugh. You heard it here first on HaltonWalt.com. Alright, is that that section sectioned? We've sectioned it off. We've sectioned ourselves. Section it off here. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think we should talk about much more. We've been talking for a while. I think sometimes that's... I think uh, episodes are, sometimes I think our episodes are too long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need to put Rupert to bed shortly. Okay. Uh, but we should still finish. That, you know. Yeah. Um, um, you should finish with an introduction. Who are you? An introduction? Yeah. Of myself? I, I don't think you introduce yourself. No one needs to know who I am. Oh. I'm just the uh, enigmatic host of the podcast. Ethereal. Very good. I'm, I'm like a spirit that just kind of... I don't exist until this podcast enters your ears. Yes. Yeah. I'm not a real thing. I'm not a real person. It's uh it's I'm it's, just a voice on the wind. When you go to sleep at night and you have a dream of a man chasing you down a dark corridor, I'm that corridor. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good that was a good, you know, switcheroo. I wasn't expecting um, that. Um 
I've not, I've been, I've, I've not been up to anything nearly as exciting as you. One thing I, I did do, um, which is almost as exciting as going to Japan on holiday and proposing to um, my future wife, was I caught up in all of the Guy Ritchie movies. Oh, because right. Because that man is prolific. Um, yes. He makes so many movies. I didn't not realize all of them good. Not all of them. I think all of them are okay. I, I wouldn't say I've seen all of them yet. Did he do a, but like I watched, a weird King Arthur? Yeah, I think he was maybe. So he did, he you know, rock and roller, lock, mm-hmm. stock, mm-hmm. all those, you know, classics. Um, and then I think he tried to mix it up a bit and he did King Arthur. Yeah. Um, and may, maybe something else. And I haven't seen it, but I think. I thought you said you caught up on all of them. I've 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 watched a lot of them. Okay, that's what I mean. He 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 releases a lot. He did the Sherlock oh, okay. movies as well, which were really good. Oh, okay, fair enough. That was him, wasn't it? I don't know. You fact check that for me while I while I, I will talk. I will fact check that Guy Ritchie. But I watched um I watched a few, so I probably oh. only watched three. Sorry, I'm just getting a, a phone call. You always get a phone call. Who popped yep. in my mind? Sorry. So I, the, the films which I caught up with were... He's young. Um, he, oh, my God. I just spilt He was married to Madonna. Table. Really? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, That's very lucky. I'll just, I'll just drink it from the table. Okay. Alan, Alan's head has now disappeared out of view. It's like he's giving um, fellatio. <laughs> yeah. Not such a virgin now. Oh, yeah, bloody! It's just a bloody Mary. Yeah. Right, Guy Ritchie. Can I talk about him now? Yeah. Films in order. Anything's anything's a joke if you try hard enough. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did Mean Machine. Where does it say that a joke has to be funny? Uh. How many people need to find a joke funny? For it to be a joke. Anyway. Twelve. Oh, right. That was the, that was the answer. answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I... Lock, stock, snatch, mean machine, revolver, rock and roller, Sherlock Holmes. Yes, he did the Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Told you, told you, told you. Yeah. Right. I watched. Can I say what I watch now? Aladdin. Oh, he did Aladdin. He did Aladdin. Oh, yeah. Terrible. That was part of his experimental phase. It was really bad. Uh-huh. And I think, you know, Disney is part of that problem. None of the remakes are good. They, you know, get too what involved. What about I Barbie, think. though? That's that not, not... What do you mean? That's not That's not Disney, for starters. Oh. That's Mattel oh. or Mattel. Oh, okay. It's not a remake. It's also not a children's film. It's a 12. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's by Greta Gerwig. But what he, yeah, Guy Ritchie did that experimental stuff and then it, he's very solidly gone back to what he's good at, I think. Right. Which is, you know, fast-paced, quite witty dialogue, tough guy geezers. He's, he's very good at portraying like the, the tough guy who can do it all and is, you know, totally yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, does he write them as well? Oh my God, I almost does it again. Jesus Um, He does a lot of the writing I think Yeah Right right. There's a little bit of controversy around him at the moment actually Because They call him the one one trick pony One of his a million movies that he's just released Well the one trick pony thing I think that's why he tried to branch out Yeah But he's just gone back to his trick Yeah Although his most recent movie which I haven't seen Is a war movie which has been quite well Received I think is it The Wrath of Man? No, no, that is one of the ones I watched. Wrath of Man was pretty good. That was more of a serious one. Okay. Um, but yeah, let me, let me. sorry, I'm interrupting you. Um, no, that's all right. I watched Gentleman, mm-hmm. um, which was very good. That, that's, that one's a bit more funny. That, that's very classic Guy Ritchie, I think. It's, um, you know, lots of tough guys. <clears throat> who are just capable of doing everything. Uh, and it's got a good cast, Matthew McConaughey, um, 
uh, Charlie Herman, is it? I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't know. That guy that he likes. Um, uh-huh. What's the uh, Hugh Grant? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. A little bit of Colin Farrell in there as well. It's a good movie. Very Wh- classic Guy Ritchie, I'd Which say. one is that one? Uh, the Gentleman or Gentleman. Okay. I just I just went on a bit of a binge of watching Guy Ritchie. And I watched um, he's, uh, The he Man from like... Uncle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a... Which is pretty good. It's the perfect kind of advertisement for why Henry Cavill should be the next James Bond. Oh, really? If you if you think he should, maybe he should do other stuff, but because James uh, Bond kind of takes over your life. Yeah. Would I like Henry Cavill as James Bond? Well, if you watch the Man from Uncle, I think he would be very good as a kind of a more Roger Moore esque era. Although I think he could play something more serious like Daniel Craig as well. Yeah. But once an actor goes down to James Bond route, that's all they're doing for a while. Yeah. And I think that'd be a shame for Henry Cavill. Oh, really? I mean... Well, he, he he's just quit The Witcher, hasn't he? Because, because um, of bad writing. Because he was disappointed with the writing. Yeah. And what he's moving on to is a Warhammer 40k series. Because he's, he's a massive in, nerd. Like, like yeah, he's a massive nerd. And he's um, involved, in it, involved in it from a, like the ground up in a creative sense as well. I think he's like a okay. high-level producer on it. So hopefully that'll turn into nice. something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched the first season of The Witcher and I was like, meh. This is kind of purple. I uh, yeah, I thought the first series was all right. I think it's better when it's doing the more standalone, just monster huntery bits, mm. and then when it gets into the world building, it's just a bit pants. Naff. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just yeah. it feels very run of the mill. I've never read The Witcher, but I've played The Witcher games, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel very witchery from that point of view. Yeah, the I've, the the main thing that sells or sets The Witcher apart <clears throat> is its grey moralistic goodness. You know, yeah. uh, this kind of gooey, difficult decision where if you do this, you know, you might see if you, let's say you might have a little girl come to you saying, "Oh, I need some help. You know, my family kicked me out," and you're like, "Oh, okay, I'll 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 help you." You know, uh, and then you find out a month later that she was kicked out of her family because she's a horrible monster at night and eats babies. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. mate, that old tale. But if you if you kill her, then uh, you know you find out her family were just like really abusive, horrible people, and they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, glad you did that. Now we can feast on our bones. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just some kind of. You're like, oh, I haven't done anything good. Yeah. So that Guy Ritchie thing is pretty much the main thing I've done. Um, you've been to Japan, and I've watched mm-hmm. three Guy Ritchie movies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. But you've also And I went had... to see the new Mission Impossible. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah? I didn't even yeah. know there was one coming out. Yeah, it's part, part one. It's number he, seven. This is the one where he goes into space. No, it's not. I think no, that part not. two is. Oh, in this one, he jumps off a very tall cliff on a motorbike. In real life? Yeah. That's he the big it. stunt from this one. Cool. Yeah, he does it. He does it. IRL. He does all his own stunts, man. Mm. Mm. Every time we talk about Tom Cruise, my mum, every single time without fail, she goes, he does all his own stunts, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say, or oh, she swoons. Oh, Tom Cruise. I don't, I don't know if she is that into Tom Cruise, you know? Uh-huh. He's a bit weird, isn't he, in real life? He's a weird guy who makes very good movies. He is odd. He has a strange demeanour. He's such a... Co- you can be very conflicted over him, I think, because from all accounts, he's a super friendly guy mm-hmm. to everyone. Yeah. Not just, you know, the rich and famous, to everyone on set. He's like a really nice guy. And he makes really great movies. Um, But he's got all this Scientology stuff. Which is just weird. Yeah. 
well, maybe maybe people give him too much flack. You know, we don't even know him. I don't think that many people give him that much slack. Uh, flack. Flack. Well, I mean, his movies how, are the most popular. How how popular how bad is Scientology really? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good if this was like a long con. This podcast is actually just uh, trying to get some more people into Scientology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good movie title. The long con. The long con. Yeah. Colon. Scientology Extreme. Hash mm-hmm. part one. Hash part one. As we get you hooked on hash. Semicolon. Part. The beginning. The beginning. Excellent. Nice. Well. I like the punch. Starring Alan Wallet, featuring Seb Holt. Uh-huh. I get a featuring. Yeah. Directed by Seb Holt. Yep. Featuring. Produced by. <laughs> <laughs> the writing of. Seb Holt. Uh, Seb. Yeah. Salt. Oh, and the other thing I've managed to do is... Not, salt. Um, is keep my baby alive. He's still alive. That's quite impressive. For eight months. How a new record. The, how old is he now? You kept him alive for another eight, eight months. Eight months. Oh, right. Okay. Eight months. Good. Eight months total. Since birth to now, eight months. Oh, blimey. Let's see if Seb. we can make another eight. Come on. Yeah, another eight kids. Well, maybe. <laughs> Charlotte's 32. Uh, no, she's th- 33. Oh, you shouldn't. Oh, you shouldn't say a woman's age. Oh. Um, yeah. So. Eight kids, we'd pretty much need to have one every year. Yeah. Okay. Every, every year for the next ten years. I could do that if I, I want to. Because I think you need to space it out a little bit. Mm, no. 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 What one every six months? Every six months, yeah. <laughs> if we try hard enough, we might get all eight at once. Oh. If I try really, really hard. What if they're stuck together though? Maybe that's not. Nice territory. Mm. Would that be one or eight? It depends. Which it depends? Which parts are like stuck together? Uh, Is it? Would it be like an accordion? Would they all be attached? Would there be like <laughs> eight That's really and, good. And nine but, arms, or would they all be you know stuck? I I think uh, yeah yeah. Or would no. it be one head <clears throat> and then just. Eight bodies, yeah, eight necks going <laughs> down. Eight I, bodies from that. I actually think it would be one body with eight heads. One body, eight heads. Wow. I think that would be insane. And they How all many have, stomachs? They all have very different personalities. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that would be pretty good because one day we could do a reality show mm-hmm. um, dating with the Octokid. Yeah. 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 That's what we'd call him when the Sun oh. newspaper the, yeah, or the, OK yeah, magazine. Yeah. They want to do call it Oct- Octokid. Yeah. Do they call him... Um... And do you know what? If he wanted to do a podcast, or she, they, sorry. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if they wanted to do a podcast, uh-huh. they wouldn't need to do this kind of setup. They could have an eight-way conversation in just with just one microphone one microphone i think i think that would be i i i wouldn't mind being one of the heads <laughs> okay well i'll try to sort that out yeah and I think what would be you really control fun. what would i control well we can all sort of You'd basically there's like you? it's it's one of those things where if you wanted, you could take full control, and if they let you. But Ooh, you know, no, most I, of the time there's like a battle yeah. for like, no, don't eat the salt. We're trying to diet. <laughs> <laughs> the salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't eat salt. That on really a diet, fattening but salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it mixes yeah. with the alcohol, and then you can't. Um, yeah, kind of evaporate. Yeah, you can't lose the weight from. If there the, were eight heads, if you were controlling something like one mm-hmm. of the arms or a hand, yeah, yeah, you'd be one of the lucky ones. Imagine if you were the head who just controlled like the right peck or something like that. No. 
<laughs> All I you would could do the, was just tense the pen. I, I would be the head that controls every head's blinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Alan, I'm on a date. <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> so they wouldn't be able to control their own... Pers- yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it's uh, those kind of cognitive processes are divvied up alongside. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh. Right, on that bombshell. Yeah. <clears throat> that oh, is the good. end of the podcast. This week's episode of the Holt and Wolf podcast. Should we say that this by. Don't, thank you for joining by us. Monthly? Less than bi monthly. Fortmonthly. Well, Fortmonthly. Yeah. Does bi-monthly mean both? Does it mean... Twice a month. I think it can mean both. It's like bi-weekly can mean both, can't it? Can it? Doesn't it? Some people think it means twice a week. And some Some people people think it means once every two weeks. Every other week. Uh, Mm. I think they're wrong. I think they just forgot the word fortnight exists. Do you think it's twice bi-month, bi-weekly? Twice a week. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what we can ask our listeners to mm. write in with an impassioned speech as to yeah. which one is correct. Please okay, send you. post to Seb Kerry Holt at Dingle Dongle Residence um, Street. That was it. Yep. Uh, yeah, whole, uh, yeah. There's a website. Go onto the Holt and Walt website, and you'll find everything you need. Oh yeah, there you, you can go. do that. That's concise. Nice, concise, concision. Very consistency. Uh huh. Yes. All Wonderful. right. Goodbye. Bye.